0: Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from the hopeless romantic point of view.
1: And the technical filmmaking point of view.
0: I'm Stephanie.
1: And I'm Hamilton.
0: And today, we are talking about the spring into love movie, Mm -hmm. Just One Kiss.
1: Just One Kiss, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not crazy about the title, I'm going to be honest with you. Not crazy about the title.
0: Well, I think it's fitting. Just One Kiss? I mean, they say Just One Kiss in the movie. I know, they I hate, talk about I it. I
1: hate when movies do that, when they say the the title of the movie in the film.
0: Because
1: mm. you know. You know.
0: Yeah. It didn't bother me. I thought it was a good okay. a good title. Uh, we do have to clarify that this is actually, indeed, a spring into love <laughs> movie. Are you sure? Movie.
1: Are you sure this time?
0: Um, we mentioned it, I think, when we did Feeling Butterflies. We were like, we're springing into love. In our and defense,
1: though, I mean, come on, a movie about butterflies and it's not a spring movie. Come on.
0: It was very springy, but it was technically not a spring into love movie. And right. we are technical on here on It's Technically Romance. Yes. So we just want to clarify this movie is actually in the spring into love series. Yes.
1: Well, let's let's go ahead and, uh, and hop right into it. Uh, Stephanie.
0: Hop like a bunny. Yes. Perhaps? Like,
1: like a spring, a springtime, <laughs> a springtime bunny. A
0: springtime bunny.
1: You know what? I'm not even going to play this game. I'm not even going to play this game.
0: Because you already know. I
1: already know. Just lay, lay it on the readers.
0: I love this movie.
1: <laughs> again, we don't talk about this movie, but just watching her watch this movie, I already know the answer to this. There's not going to be any cute repartee here. She loved this movie.
0: I did. I'm in love with this movie. I, we just watched it last night. I, can't, I haven't been able to stop thinking about this movie. I think <laughs> I was dreaming about this movie, uh, and I can't wait to watch it again. So there's my, there's my take. Okay.
1: Um, my take is that every once in a while, we have a Hallmark film that breaks the mold while still staying true to the formula. This is one such film. This film is one of the greats. This is in my top five all-time Hallmark movies. All time. I mean, we were getting window wonderland vibes left and right, not only because we have one of our favorite actors in this one, Maddie Finocchio, but I don't know, it just, it leaves a mark on you. Like, it is absolutely brilliant. And it is in my top five of all time Hallmark. This one, it doesn't come around often, but it, it, when it does, it's it's a treat.
0: I'm gonna blow your mind. Go for me. I think I like this movie better than Window Wonder. shut your mouth.
1: <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is that is heresy.
0: Part of me wants to say this is my all time favorite Hallmark wow, movie ever.
1: Wow. But Miss Christmas, come on.
0: We we categorize so Christmas like so. This is my well, I will say this is my favorite non Christmas Hallmark movie. Ever.
1: Ooh, even over the Driftwood one?
0: Yes. Wow.
1: Ah, oh, man, I need, to, I need to think. Before <laughs> I make such a declaration, it would be close. And when It'd he says close. the
0: Driftwood one, he means surprised by love. Yeah, the Driftwood one. Which is classic. It is classic.
1: It was my first one, so it's very hard for me to let go of that
0: I one. know. Those are, I mean. And
1: but it does have our, I mean, come on, Paul Campbell. Paul Campbell.
0: I can't remember the last time a movie made me feel this way. Um, not forget a Hallmark movie, a movie, in just in general. Yeah. Like I haven't seen a rom com this fun in a while. I could not stop smiling this yeah. entire movie. Okay,
1: I mean, the very, very valid points. Very valid points. Yes, it is is incredible. And that's so, it. That's our review, guys. That's it. We just <laughs> watch it. If yet, no. But honestly, guys, if you haven't seen this movie, and if obviously if you're listening to this, you're a fan of Hallmark. Um, uh, I, I hope so. If you if you don't like Hallmark, I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast. Yeah. But, uh, go watch this one. Right now, and what's what's odd to me, and you had mentioned this last night, is that our two main leads, who we'll talk about in a moment, didn't seem to publicize this very much. I thought that was kind of strange.
0: No, I don't think either of them posted it. at least not on their. It's not on their grids. Uh, they didn't make like any post about it on their uh, Instagrams. Sadly, I don't think these two are ever going to make a Hallmark movie again. So I feel like this movie was just like this like magical thing that yeah. just kind of like happened, and, and we're never going to get it again. And we're just <sighs> just. In awe and grateful yeah. that it that it happened. It's
1: pretty wild, but let's let's dive in. Let's talk about why we like this one so much. Um, but first of all, of course, I can't wait to hear this plot summary. Lay it on us. What do you what do you got for us, Stephanie?
0: Uh, I wrote it last night when I was in my my bliss, uh, <laughs> coming state. off of the the euphoria of just one kiss, and I hope I do it justice. There's so much more to the movie than this, but I you know did my <laughs> best. So go ahead, Mia. Teaches romantic literature as her love life ebbs and flows, so do her feelings on the poets. <laughs> While Tony struggles finding someone who will support his musical dreams. With a little help from fate, they let themselves be swept away and find that happy endings don't only happen in the movies. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. That was good. That was good.
0: Pretty,
1: pretty good oh, that's pretty good that's pretty good makes me want to watch it again yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i will i'll probably watch it again you'll probably watch it again after, after we record yeah i was
1: it. gonna say yeah. you probably will you know real quick though <laughs> i i just remembered i did ruin this movie for you
0: you did but we don't want to ruin it for anyone that hasn't seen this movie well if
1: they're listening to this i don't know why they'd be listening to some this.
0: people listen before they watch and we maybe entice them to watch or oh, okay. good point. discourage Either (laughs) depending on our opinion. But if you have not watched this movie, I would suggest watching it before you listen to us because we're going to dive down. We will spoil things that I think this movie is something that can be spoiled. A lot of these Hallmark movies, it doesn't matter, but there is a spoiler.
1: There's a plot point that is a huge plot point and I called it right away and I said it out loud Because I was just thinking out loud and it, you know.
0: Yeah. So just, we're just saying, if you don't want any spoilers, then I suggest you don't listen to this, but come back after, please, after you've watched the movie.
1: So I knew that (laughs) the mothers were already dead. I knew they were ghosts. And the reason I knew that, because it was so odd to me, because A, he wasn't shushing them, and B... Why would you bring your mom to a movie theater on a date and not have the mom sit down next to you? Ridiculous.
0: Well, I just thought that the moms that they didn't know their moms were there. I know I would have figured it out <laughs> eventually. But you called it like the minute you yeah. saw the moms. I'm in. I'm proud
1: of this one. I'm proud of this one.
0: You shouldn't be proud cuz you did ruin it for <laughs> me. And now I'll never know if I could have figured it out yeah. on my own or not.
1: Ah, feels so good. I love it. I love getting stuff like this. It's like a detective it's, movie.
0: But that's how good this movie is. Even though it was spoiled for me, I still I really enjoyed it. Because that's not even my favorite part of the no. movie. So Talk about the leads. We have our leads. Krista Rodriguez. This where woman, did she come from? She, I don't know where she's from. Heaven? I don't know. <laughs> she she is amazing. She plays Mia. Um, I believe both of these leads are in, on Broadway. Yeah. And... I would say that I would love to see more of her in Hallmark movies like I mentioned earlier I don't think I for some reason I just have a feeling these two are not gonna be in another Hallmark movie mm-hmm. uh, but the pairing of these two just magical
1: insane absolutely insane.
0: She just had this like quality of like charm humor uh, she glowed she yeah she was like I don't know she was like modern but like classic at the same time like she was just. I just, I don't know. I just fell in love with her in this movie. I did, I and now know. I just want to, like, find everything that she's been in yeah. and go and watch it.
1: She she portrayed this role so realistically, so beautifully, and was still able to to flirt, to have that sort of, you know, biting, cutting edge to her. Like, I just, I can't say enough about both of these actors, uh, but she just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I I would... I would love to see both of them in Hallmark, but I have a feeling, just judging from their, their grams, as the kids say, <laughs> judging from the grams, the fact they didn't publicize this more makes me think that this was a one and done, unfortunately. But I don't
0: think the kids say the grams. I'm, I'm sure they do.
1: I'm sure they do. Uh, I'm young. I'm, I'm hip. I'm with it.
0: But our other lead, uh, who plays Tony. Yeah. So Krista, I had never seen before. Right. She was brand new to me, and I, you know. We're going to be watching a lot of her. We're going to yes. find her. But, that
1: sounds weird.
0: <laughs> Santino Fontana. Yeah. I mean, what a name. Just right there. Like, that's a name. That's a name. I am a huge fan of his from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I Go know ahead. a lot of people know him from Frozen. Oh, he's in Frozen? Yes, he's the voice of Hans. and uh, Which, yes, I also knew him from that. But, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is a great show, if you haven't seen it. It's a musical. I mean what what more could you ask for and he plays greg in that show and you know he is my greg there yeah. is a there is a point in the show that they replace greg which was just a travesty <laughs> and even though that actor did wonderfully the santino is my greg yeah. and will always be my greg and so i was so excited to see him in a Hallmark movie he's a dream he is a dream he's an
1: absolute dream i mean he can he can sing, he can act, he can bring the wit. Both of these actors are just so witty. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like having, you know, Paul Campbell. And, I mean, they had mentioned Ryan Reynolds in this as, like, a joke. You know, no Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds vibes, like, left and right. Just, oh, man, just awesome.
0: But on a, di- like, a musical Ryan Reynolds. Like, if Ryan Reynolds w- was on Broadway. Yeah. But, you know, not really Ryan Reynolds. But he... Both of them. Like the back and forth with these two. Like the chemistry off the charts. Yeah. They're um and not just romantic, but just like just their energies, like together. Yeah. It was so um infectious.
1: Infectious, refreshing. I mean, I I think this is the most realistic relationship I've ever seen. In a Hallmark movie, Mm -hmm. in terms of how a relationship starts, how it forms, the ups and downs.
0: They actually date in this movie. Yeah. Which is not something we see often.
1: No, they they date. You're right. Yeah.
0: The only other movie that I can quickly come, that quickly comes to mind is New Year's Resolution. And I think we made a note of that too. Like they actually go on dates and date. Most of the time, these movies, they don't really get together till the very end. They
1: say, I love you and that's it. Yeah. And they're married. Yeah. They they say, I love you and you're (laughs) married.
0: They've never gone on a date, but they say they love love them. They love. love each other and that's it. Uh, so this movie, yes, in in realistic uh, a realistic world, mm-hmm. this does feel very realistic.
1: Yeah, and, and also, I mean, we we have to say it. I mean, New York City is a huge backdrop to this film. You know. We're not seeing the overworked lead in the city moving to the the little country, the little town. We're, we're not seeing that here. This The city is where they live. They're not going anywhere. They love the city. And the city is as much of a character as as any person here, too. It's, it's lovely.
0: Yeah, and they did a great job, too, because uh, they shot this in, I think, Vancouver. Okay. And it was supposed to be New York City. Yeah. Um, and I thought they did a great job. Yeah, the great of B-roll. I, I mean, yeah. they had
1: they opened up on some beautiful B-roll shots of New York City. Um, yeah, they did a really nice job of making me believe they were in the, the big the big apple.
0: Yeah, speaking of the opening, I mean, I knew I loved this movie from <laughs> the opening. First of all, we've talked about this before. I love movies that are set in New York City. Yeah. I just, I don't know what it is. My favorite romantic movies are generally in New York, and it's just like a feeling. It's just something about it. Romance in New York City to me go hand in hand.
1: I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like my my romance wherever I can get it, you know, <laughs> big city, little town, out in the field, Ireland. It, it doesn't really matter to me, but I know you love a good a good New York romance.
0: I do. Um, and so it opens with like you know the city, and you hear it had to be you, mm-hmm. which is just that's great, so great. I was like, I am here for this already. Yeah, this is this is gonna be great. And we and we get this throughout the movie, which is why I love it. I love the classics. Yeah. I love these old songs, Frank Sinatra. Like this to me is just like the ultimate like romantic music.
1: Well, it played a big part in it. I mean, they, they go to watch old romantic films, Mm -hmm. you know, even Tony says, you know, he should have been born in a different era. You Mm -hmm. know, he feels like he should have been born back then. And I feel that too. Mm -hmm. I mean, he has a hat rack with a couple of fedoras. I have an entire wall in my bedroom full of fedoras. And so, you know, I, I feel that I yearn for that nostalgic time period. Uh, so it struck a chord with me. I, I loved it. I loved him. Um, yeah I, I was I, I'm, I'm the same way I love the classics
0: yes and early on we see you mentioned him earlier one of our favorite actors uh, has a supporting role in this movie it's a pretty big supporting role the too. the minute he came on screen mm. you know we see Mia teaching her class and in comes Maddie and he comes walking down the stairs in that plaid jacket yeah. yeah. Great, Man. great plaid jacket, and tie were on point. I mean, speaking of
1: outfits, the entire costuming in well, this yes. movie was just phenomenal.
0: And once again, it was done by the wardrobe girls. Of course, girls, it was. Who of we've it was. called them out before because just what an amazing job they've been doing in these Hallmark movies. And I mean, no yeah. notes, no notes, no notes. <laughs>
1: I mean, them and Nathan Michael Fletcher are some of my favorite customers for
0: Hallmark. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Maddie Finocchio, who plays Nick, who is Mia's best friend, what a character, what a great friendship between Mia and Nick.
1: Yeah, I mean, we talk about this all the time, that it's hard to have friendship, sister-brother relationships in these films because the actors have to connect right away. They connected right, I believed it from the second they appeared on the screen together, that these, these two were friends, uh, just beautifully done. And I think a lot of that has to do with not only the actors, but the dialogue. Mm. The dialogue in this film is so witty. We, we keep coming back to that word, witty. Uh, it's fast, it's upbeat, you, you almost have to have the captions on to catch everything, and the connection between these two actors as, as friends, just phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I mean, early you, the minute it was like that first scene, and you yeah. were you looked at me and you were like, "Who wrote this movie?" Yeah. Like you were writing your notes, and I'll tell you, it was Nina Weinman who wrote the teleplay, and the story was done by David Rialli and Diane Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, and the teleplay, yeah, Nina did an amazing job. Real dialogue. We we discussed this a lot, and these conversations that they have felt so genuine. Um, yeah. It didn't feel like they were reading lines or it was, you know, unbelievable. Like everything felt so genuine to me.
1: And Nina has done a few other Hallmark movies, but this is the first one that really stood out to me. I, I don't know what happened, uh, what they did, but there's magic here. There's magic in every line uttered in this film, much just about.
0: Yeah, this has definitely been uh, my favorite script of hers mm-hmm. uh, by far that just really, yeah. I mean, we really look for that, that you know, we want it to be grounded in reality.
1: All this, it's like the stars were aligned for this film. The uh, the writing, the directing, the acting, everything fell into place. And I'm about to go into some technical for y'all. Well, you
0: better get it out of the way because I got a lot of romance <laughs> coming for you. There's going
1: to be a two-hour podcast on this film. Um, but I mean, everything was just so perfectly aligned. But why don't we go ahead? We got to talk about our meet-cute because this, to me was one of the best ones. This was, it had me chuckling, you know. You know, we know the thing about the, the spirited moms, but go, go ahead.
0: Well, we really have like two meet we do in this movie. We have the bump. Because we have the one where they don't actually even see each other, but they are technically meeting. They're talking to each well, other.
1: She's, one of them, yeah, she, he notices her. He, know, he knows that it's her when they, later on. Because he makes, she makes a comment. She's like, oh, you're the guy from the theater. And he's like, yeah. So yeah. he knows it's her.
0: Yeah, but but it's not like a proper meet right? because they don't actually like introduce themselves. it, It was funny. It was good. So funny. So cute. What a clever way to introduce both of them together and you get a feel for their personalities. And I love that it was like, they were sort of uh the back and forth between them but in a movie theater where they're like whispering Mm -hmm. and uh i don't i just thought it was so clever and so funny and And him holding up the fingers you know yeah (laughs) yeah i was cracking up laughing you know right out of the gate great
1: way to start things off and then we we, obviously we have the the spirited moms ghost spirit moms uh talking this through uh, just so unusual. I loved it. It was a really nice way to have the moms, you know, kind of teasing that they're dead, uh, looking over their, their kids' life. I, I love that. I thought that was a neat touch.
0: Yeah, and shout out to the actors who play the moms. Mm-hmm. Um, they were fantastic, so much fun. Uh, they kind of drift off like midway through the movie. We don't see them again till. Yeah, till I, the I end. didn't like
1: I wanted a little bit more. Yeah. yeah,
0: I thought they would be more throughout the movie, but uh, they were played by. Ileana Douglas and Ada mm-hmm. Uh, So, excellent job. And
1: we get some like New York City moms. Like they bring that New York City mom energy there.
0: Definitely. Loved
1: it. So, moving on to the second meet cute. The, act- the actual bump cute.
0: The, the bump cute. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, the moms like release a black cat. And see, this is why I don't know if I would have figured it out or not yet. Just yet. Mm-hmm. Because um, I didn't think ghost could hold physical things
1: yeah first of all we don't know if that cat was a ghost cat or a real cat
0: but they see the cat yeah so it couldn't have been a ghost
1: you cat. can see ghost cats and also i mean ghosts can move objects i mean if you look at the poltergeist you know what i won't get into <laughs> the whole ghost can move things Ghosts so, so certain ghosts can move things so they can they can interact if they
0: they must be very powerful. Ghosts. They are powerful ghosts. Yeah,
1: it's their moms. They have the most powerful.
0: Come exactly. Uh, and I didn't care. Like I'm like, I believe whatever <laughs> is happening. Um, so I love that they had this whole thing of like fate and superstition with like the black cat. Like I love that that was a theme. It runs in their family. You know, yes. Yeah. Like I thought that was very I just I love that aspect of it. Um, But I I love this scene. So she releases the cat. So they bump into each other. So Mia's running, jogging, and he's coming. You know, I love the whole thing with the ladder. Like he doesn't want to go under the ladder. And then they run into each other. Um, And then, of course, dialogue here. It's funny, witty. We're going to just keep saying that word.
1: I I said in my notes, jabby. The dialogue was jabby
0: jabby it felt jabby please explain
1: i don't know i just wrote that down <laughs> it felt right to me and i'm gonna stick by my jabby comment
0: okay you know it's like jabby when you, doesn't seem pleasant no though. it is
1: it's like when you're you're sparring in a conversation it felt like these two kept constantly sparring in a good way jabby is jabby conversation
0: okay i have not heard that before i haven't either oh. <laughs> we're going with it we're going with it but yeah i love that that it's because of a black cat and mm-hmm. then she makes the joke that he's like scared of kitty cats and you know, I love when she actually runs under the ladder and he's like freaking out. Like, <laughs> no. Uh yeah. Santino Fontana is so good with humor. It's insane. He I mean, I would love for him to be a regular on Hallmark movies. I I want both of you.
1: Just have them both together in every Hallmark movie from now on.
0: Honestly, like give it to me. But yes, his humor was just like on yeah. p- on point this th- throughout this whole movie. And, you know, romance, obviously, it's my my portion of the podcast. And I just feel like that's something that I've been missing in a lot of the movies that we've been reviewing. Mm -hmm. And so it was so nice to have this movie come through. And I just like it just gave me it was giving me all of the romance that I've been so desperately wanting.
1: Yeah. No, I I can I can fully understand that. I mean, kind of because I'm not really in it for the romance, but. I enjoy it when there's romance because it moves the, the plot along. It feels authentic to me. Technically speaking, technical because I, I need to touch on this. This movie was shot beautifully. This movie was shot beautifully. Not only do we have romance, but we have technical too. I mean, it's usually one or the other. I mean, the the lighting here, it was almost underlit in like the best way. I mean, just very soft shadows. Um, they really allowed the room to, to breathe. They didn't overlight anything. There's a lot of times where you see uh, like their faces in shadow, but then you have a, a really hard key on the other side. Just, oh my goodness, I, I loved everything about it. The color, the hallway, that hallway, and, and if you look here guys
0: kind and, of creepy. In a but plus, in a like a, a beautiful cool way, yeah, yeah. A
1: cool New York way. If you look in the shots, a lot of times they'll have a yellow light in the background a lot of the times when they, they do a close-up of the, of the face. That, that's classic, that's classic, and I love seeing it. So go back and watch this film, you'll notice a yellow light in a lot of these shots. I, I, I could go on, I really wanna go on, I'm not going to, but I will just say thank you for, for shooting a scene, not over it, allowing shadows to take the shape on the face, and, and just you know making it feel real. It's so hard to light a bar well, and the bar in this movie, beautiful we just have a little touch of blue oh real quick before I forget because I'm sorry this is my last one I'm, just, I'm getting very excited about the technical the night scene moonlight was white it was not blue it was not cyan it was white moonlight thank well, you well they
0: weren't in England thank so you. it wasn't gonna be cyan <laughs> thank you. but
1: I just I, I almost cried when I, I almost wept with joy when I saw white moonlight so yeah no notes I mean honestly just just beautifully beautifully done
0: yeah, I have to say there were a lot of uh, different locations in this movie, yeah. which made it exciting. And of yeah, course, if you're, you're going right. to set it in New York, like you you're going to you know, that's what New York is. That's like a there's great call so much to yeah. do. So I feel like and when it comes to lighting. Yeah, I thought it was a, a great job that they did because it, a lot of it is indoors, like mm. and kind of like darker, yeah. you know, which I think. I assume it's harder to to light so
1: I mean there's two ways to think of it right like you can either if you're lighting outdoors you know natural light you're you're not given a blank slate you have what you're working with right Uh, interior shots you can either try and control the lights to make it all dark and then you have a blank canvas or you can work with what you got there right Um, so I think the fact that it was darker allowed the DP to really control the set and thankfully they knew how to control it because sometimes people are given that blank slate that dark slate And they're overwhelmed by it. They're just like, What am I supposed to do? So Mm -hmm. the D P handled it beautifully.
0: Yeah, but I loved like all of the locations. Oh, for sure. Their apartments, the hallway, hallway. which we see a lot, but then the different places when they go on the dates, you know, the The movie theater, yeah, Yeah. all of it. It just it just made it. It made it feel like New York. I think you're absolutely
1: right. She goes out a lot, you know, on, on these dates. know to the art gallery to different locations i think you're absolutely right that it it made it feel like the city because when you live in the city you're going to be doing something Mm -hmm. even when they go down for the cheesecake you know it's a different location so yes that's a great call it made it feel more more vibrant
0: yes um and since we're praising all of this lighting and directing we are going to shout out the director who was jeff beasley who we know well in the hallmark universe uh he's directed a lot of our favorite ones and then the dp is also another favorite adam swilinski mm-hmm. um and we mentioned window wonderland before he was the dp for window and it was beautiful there um, too which maddie finocchio was also in so uh yeah just bravo
1: yeah great great work i mean like i said it's it's a rarity to see the technical and the romance just so good
0: yeah and when it happens that's what we say the stars align mm-hmm. and they become our favorite movies yep.
1: So I do like, you know, we, we mentioned romance here. I do like that it felt authentic. I mean, he goes in for a kiss and is rejected. Like, I, when's the last time we, we've seen that?
0: Yeah. And then they were like, oh, well, let's just be friends, which, come on. We know that never works out. But it's out. so
1: cute. It feels real, though. It does. <laughs> it I love
0: real. I love that, that plot, that storyline when people are like, oh, we're just going to be friends. It just... It makes the, the tension, that, like it builds the tension. Yeah. So when they do finally get together, it's just like that much sweeter.
1: And we, we, you know, we, we need to talk about this. It has a very, like a, a, not a, I wouldn't say dark, but it is a little heavy. The storyline of her and her husband that she's divorcing. She's in the middle of a divorce. Yeah. And so the fact that she's in the middle of this divorce and still dating – I think is very new Uh, the fact that he's a recovering alcoholic yeah with a huge a huge problem I mean I I, I don't know it 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 made it feel again real we keep coming back to authentic we keep coming back to real having that there made me believe what was going on
0: yeah and I think uh, you know some might say like it wasn't realistic that she would be falling for another guy this quickly after a divorce, but I don't think it's like, it is that quickly. I think she has been checked. Exactly. Out That's what I'm saying. Yeah. From this yeah. marriage for a long she's, time. She's
1: left that relationship already. Absolutely. So it's not like, you know, yeah, I, yes, I'm and glad, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Right.
0: And that is definitely true in relationships. When a woman decides to leave a man, they have been checked out way right. sooner than when it actually ends. So I think it was totally believable that she would start having feelings before she's even signed the papers because in her mind, like this is not, you know, this is not something she has wanted to be a part of for a while.
1: Right. Which is why when he keeps trying to bring her back, it doesn't matter because she's she's long gone.
0: And I love it. I really thought they were going to do the thing where, you know, she had to choose or like, does she want to go back to him? But no, No. she was just like, absolutely not. You
1: eat your veal alone.
0: I know By yourself. I loved that scene. Sleep on the
1: couch, eat your veal.
0: And I loved that about this character. She was just so even when she had moments of like feeling like, you know, she messed up with Tony, that why didn't she give in? She was just I loved her confidence and like knowing like this is what I want to do. Yeah, she Bravo. has that little moment of like she wasn't ready to sign the papers, but then when she knows it, she knows it. And she does it when she knows she's well, ready. Well, she wasn't ready to
1: sign the papers, it was because she was so happy. She didn't want to spoil that joyful moment was signing divorce papers.
0: Oh, that's nice. That's how that's how I took
1: it. And no, that's why ex- was that's she, an excellent. Then why was she so joyful, Stephanie? Why was she?
0: Well, Hamilton, I'm going to tell you <laughs> that she was so oh, joyful man. because I was so joyful. Um, this might be one of my favorite scenes in a in a Hallmark movie ever. I, I, I will
1: I will back you up on that. It I is think one of we my both
0: gasped. I, there, was an, there was an
1: audible gasp.
0: You know we're in new york city we're on a rooftop guys with white moonlight yeah (laughs) and he gives her a book of poems her Her favorite favorite her favorite poet poet, um because he listens to her (laughs) and uh they start singing he starts singing, and then there's some uh, some light dancing.
1: And it, and there's a line that's like, you know, and I kiss you or something, and you think they're going to kiss there, but they don't. He pulls away. No, and, she, and I was
0: like, oh, this is so good. And you can tell
1: that she's disappointed. Like, she's like, oh, you didn't kiss me when you said, oh, my goodness.
0: It was perfection.
1: Yeah, and then they start dancing more.
0: They do start dancing more, and then they're, they're singing uh, Fly Me to the Moon, yep. which, come on uh there's a twirl Mm -hmm. and then when he pulls her in that's when no
1: see no i don't i don't think he no here's what i here's what i saw and we might need to go back to the tape he throws her not throws her away he like (laughs) what is it called he extends his arm out for the move and she comes in for the kiss she's the one that initiates that kiss
0: well, how can she come in unless he pulls her in? No,
1: she – I. the way I saw it, and again, please – I mean,
0: I think it's both on both their ends. He's pulling her, but she's like
1: – I think she comes in. I think – because she looks so disappointed when he didn't kiss her. No, for real. And so when he extends his arm, she pulls in for that kiss. That's how I saw it.
0: Either way, holy moly. Yeah. This – kiss like this is my kind of romance
1: should we even just say what would you rate like, we might as well just rate this yeah no,
0: this whole scene was blazing <laughs> inferno like don't even it's not even a question like come on Ugh. get out of here this whole scene was blazing inferno for me i could not stop smiling yeah i you know i think my whole face was probably like flushed, joyful like, joyful fl- but the like the, the the fire like there was definite like smoke like just
1: you can't You can't even speak. You can't even speak. I can't
0: even speak. But I was just, I think I even, I was like, oh my God, how is this movie even real? Yeah. How is this, how am I watching this? How is this real life? And uh, yeah, just, I want to watch that scene over and Be- over. It,
1: it is one of the best scenes in the Hallmark movie from a romantic side, from a technical side. We have this beautiful white rim light from the moon on them. Just a cute scene, not overly blazing with little twinkly lights either. Just subtly done. Uh, oh goodness. it was perfection. yeah.
0: I mean there's there again no no notes. no notes no no notes, notes <laughs> for this no scene. notes. <laughs> Everything came together. <sighs> it was just magic. Magic.
1: you know, I think we need to talk about the uh, the relationship between Mia and her daughter and Tony and his niece and how that all comes together. I, I loved I I, I love the dynamic here. you know, they go on group dates. you know, she comes back and they have a little. Song and dance for her when she comes back, like really cute moments here. And you know, I just wanted to quickly touch on those because they they really gave a lot of heart to this film.
0: Oh, they absolutely did, and I love that scene where he uh, is watching her daughter uh, with his niece, and then she comes back and they do the little number. Um, but what one odd thing about that scene sure. is, I wanted to call out what kind of apartment building. Is, is are they living in that he can just belt out i, know,
1: I thought about that too just
0: <laughs> to sing his little heart out and no neighbors are complaining
1: i'm sure they had tap shoes on as well so i mean the neighbors below i feel so sorry
0: for that. i mean i wouldn't mind because you know it's entertaining but I think at some point you might be like, "Hey."
1: I thought the same thing. Like, man, they are. That's they are a little. Going I mean, he's it.
0: using a microphone
1: with a good stereo system.
0: There. Yeah, I just was like, "Wow, this is a really loud performance," <laughs> and he's just like in an apartment. Um,
1: Suspension of disbelief. You got to do it. Maybe
0: sometimes. it's a really nice complex that they have like soundproof walls. I'm he not offers really sure. he
1: offers singing lessons to the old lady that lives below him. True. Gertrude is her name.
0: <laughs> also. We do have, you know, before we got to the rooftop, there is, and this is something that we've talked about before that mm-hmm. we generally do not enjoy, and that is the interrupted kiss. And I just want to say. Oh, yeah,
1: I forgot about that. There's a few, yeah. Okay.
0: There is an interrupted kiss in this movie, but I think it was very well done. I think I agree. It, it completely didn't bother me. made sense. It didn't bother me, and I loved how they did it. Yeah. And. I mean, we do have to talk about her her husband, her ex-husband, Casey.
1: Yeah, man. I feel, I mean, I feel bad for him. He's trying to get his life together.
0: Kind I of a jerk. I do have to say. Kind of a jerk. Mia has really good taste in men as far <laughs> as like the way they look. Um, I mean, he, honestly. Casey's not a bad looking guy.
1: And it's funny because, I mean, usually the, the other guy, I like to call him the other guy. Um, not always, but a lot of times they're not as good looking as the lead. You know, I mean, that's because you want the lead to come in and like sweep them off their feet. Kids is a good looking dude. You know, he's, he's got the, uh, he's it's, got the look. Un, it's
0: unfortunate that he he's got some issues that can't be overlooked. He's right working now. through those. But he is working through them. And I was saying I was like, wow, they really are like making him seem like he's really trying and he's really getting together until
1: until he takes the coffee
0: until he <laughs> eats her cannoli and takes her coffee. And then I was like, nope, I see why she's divorcing. Him. Yeah not because of the drinking or the oh losing God. the house but because he took her coffee yes the and coffee
1: thing was huge and he does interrupt the kiss too they're about to kiss in the hallway um and but I'm, like
0: i said it made sense like he comes out and then he's like oh what's happening out here yeah and then but it is so sweet and i love how they do it that she's like can you go back in like i'm gonna yeah finish i'm out glad they here. did that yeah and i'm glad that they didn't actually try to go in for it because you know it kind of was like an awkward moment but then he kisses her cheek, which kissing. I just thought was little so chiss. sweet. Little chiss. Not quite a chiss, but almost <laughs> there. Um and I ended up really liking that scene, even though it was an interrupted kiss. I agree. So it was to done me, very well. That's how you do an interrupted kiss mm-hmm. where I'm not mad about it.
1: I agree. I mean, and there's a line there where he says, you know, you walk in the middle you walk into the middle of someone's life, you can't expect them to not have one. Loved it. Another another zinger line here. Yeah beautiful.
0: And I love that even though this movie had, like, it was very funny and, you know, whimsical with the music and, you know, the dream sequences, this movie had a lot of heart to it, not only with the mothers that have passed, um, which we see towards the end, but, the relationships, like there's a moment with Mia and her daughter, you mentioned their relationship where they're like crying yeah. in bed together. And, you know, because the daughter like wants her mom and dad to get together and her mom and Mia's just like crying, saying, like, I really tried. Like, I yeah. really did try. And I just like was really feeling that. And I thought that was an excellent performance. And I loved the way. You know, Tony is dealing with his ex when he runs into her. Oh, my God. And it, it's very subtle, but you definitely pick up on the cues that apparently Ooh. he wanted kids and she didn't. And now she has a kid with another man. And like, I just. And what a
1: man. Good luck with the singing uh, <laughs> and dancing, Tony. Huh?
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Shout out Peter Benson. Ooh. Um, Coming in hot. The. The subtleties that they added of their, you know, of that to me, I thought they did an excellent job yeah. of bringing that in, but not like focusing so much on that. So it wasn't like the focal point, but it again, it just added to the detail and to the realism. Well, it of, was really about their like stories moving
1: on from your past, you know, yeah. healing from your past because they're both wounded from their past. And there's a line here from Nick where he says, "The past is not our prologue. Mm. and I, I love that. I love that so much. And so it really is about. You know, kind of healing from your your old wounds and moving on and really embracing hope. You know, hope, you know, there's another line that hope doesn't cost us anything. Um, And so I, I love that message here.
0: Yeah, um, I, see, I need to go watch it again because I, I didn't catch that line, but that that is <laughs> There's excellent. so many good just, lines here, so um, many good there lines. There are just so many things. I mean, like we said, this could be a two-hour podcast because I wrote so many notes, but we're just focusing on... You should on publish your notes <laughs> on
1: Instagram so people can just read through them in case they... In case
0: I don't know if they would be legible. So only <laughs> I can understand them. Um,
1: I mean, even I mean, I can go on about lighting. There's even Rembrandt triangles oh, on who certain knows, people's who faces. Who knows what that is? I mean, it's... It is like class A lighting. I mean, people subdued just,
0: so good. Yeah, I don't think people came here for Rembrandt, what? Triangles? Triangles. The
1: Rembrandt triangle? I mean, if you did, drop me a message. We can talk about (laughs) them in this movie where they come up. Uh,
0: I did love the, uh, another funny thing is the running joke of the, the two students in Mia's class. Oh God, they were great. That every time, you know, they can tell like when she's, seeing someone when she's not yeah. when her heart's broken um and i just thought that was and really the, the, cute when he pulls joke. when he pulls the fire alarm oh, like gosh. he looks at it,
1: he's like should i do this he's like i could go to prison it worth it like oh from
0: the beginning like we talk about feeling like their friendship was genuine the first moment like when she's just kind of like seeming so like woe is me and like all this stuff in the class and he just kind of like gives a look like oh geez
1: and and again i'm glad to see more lgbtq representation in these films like I, I, in the forefront. Love Yeah, it. very loved prominent.
0: It. Um, I loved seeing it too and they were so cute. I loved their... Um, their relationship
1: was awesome and how they talked and he has a like an ex too and he's growing from that and the neat little detail and, and, you know, set decoration. She actually has one of Nick's partner's paintings in her apartment building. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just that little detail that I, I love that. Anytime we get these little details makes me so happy. So the fact that, you know, she supported his art, just awesome.
0: So that leaves us... For the one thing yep. that we always talk about yeah, that we generally hate.
1: Yeah, I mean, the movie. this movie was near perfect. It it, it, it makes uh, a mistake at the end, but I think they correct that mistake uh, at the very end.
0: Okay, well, we'll talk about it because I don't think it was a mistake. I knew it. that you were going to not like it, and it is something that we generally don't like. But I want to hear your take on the conflict. And of
1: course, no, not a con- we, we call it the stupid conflict. <laughs> I call it the stupid conflict. I don't know if you do. I call it the stupid conflict because it's Because it's
0: usually stupid.
1: Because, you know, something, somebody overhears something. Someone misinterprets. Some There's a misunderstanding, and they don't talk about it. And we have it in this film. And what bothers me is that she tries to tell him that, hey, this is what's happening. And he, he says, no, I'm not listening. And then she sees him. It just, it got me really frustrated. Very frustrated. I started scribbling no and a bunch of O's on my, my paper um
0: you should post your notes i i should his looks like a madman i (laughs) type mine out mine are typed he writes uh with a A stylus a stylus on my ipad on his ipad so it's just like crazy madman handwriting yeah
1: and so that's that's what i and i got so frustrated and it it upset me and and we get the i called it the double stupid conflict because she's confused he's confused Um, it's, it's so frustrating and, and, and hurts me deep inside,
0: but without it, they wouldn't have had the wonderful scene that we get because of it, which uh, that made me feel like, well, then they had to do it because what else would they have done? And I didn't think it seemed that stupid because he has that conversation with Casey when he's like basically telling him, I'm going to get her back. Like yeah, this I, is temporary. I, I mean, so in his mind, he's like, I'm not going to try to break up this family. He's just like upset about it.
1: I, I get it. And it's done. It's done in a way that's believable. I will mm-hmm. say it's done a way that's believable. But when she tries to explain it and he just cuts her off, it just frustrates me. Cause in my mind it's be like, Hey, like, and, but he has that dream. So yes, but it still upsets me.
0: I think he just doesn't want to get into it right there because he sees they're all there together. Like Casey is there with her, and he's kind of like, "I I got somewhere to be." I, will, I don't I think will, it was the time and place for her to talk right. to him about it. All right, but fair enough.
1: I I will forgive that because we it does make sense at the end. They do kind of talk it out eventually. Um, I will not forgive the text message uh, animation that we have in this film. I, I I all right. So you guys, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I. I have a very – I mean, I'm, I'm a designer, right? So I, I get very angry when they just throw the text message. When someone's typing on their phone and they throw the test, text message on the screen so we can read what they're typing, it's its its insane. There's no need to do that. And the font choice for this text message was something out of like a 1980s science fiction. It it was awful horrendous. And what, what blows my mind, what blows my mind is the only time in the film they do that.
0: Exactly. They don't
1: need to do that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do this text message, you know, thing, do it throughout the film. You know, stick to it. The only time they do it, not needed. Ridiculous. I was
0: cracking up laughing because I honestly, I feel like they just threw that in there to piss you off. Because I, I, honestly, right? this movie was yes, perfect. And then all of a sudden, they just for no reason yeah. throw up words of a text message. And yes, it was like the craziest, most outlandish I didn't even look at the text message. Mess- it's font. just. It made no sense that it was there.
1: They might have done it to upset And
0: me. I just thought it was so funny because your reaction to it. I it almost threw my stylus
1: across the room. This I mean, ridiculous.
0: it was worth it for me to see your yeah. reaction to it. But yes, uh, watching <sighs> the movie, it was very jarring and just felt very out of place.
1: So a few little little missteps at the end, but I do think they brought the conflict back they, in a circular way, and there needed to be something there. Um, it
0: felt on par.
1: Yeah. It. Eventually, it made sense, but during the moment, I, I was very heated and upset. But they, yeah. they did bring it back.
0: But I did feel like it needed to happen for us to have the cute, yeah. full circle movie theater scene at the end, yeah. which I loved. Yeah, and I love that they did it, and that, you know, we have the black and white movie, and I love that he comes up behind her. Yeah, I even love that the kiss was in that kind of like awkward position, mm-hmm. which was like different. Um, they kiss a lot in this movie they do yeah there's like multiple kisses uh i'm not gonna say they're all blazing inferno the rooftop scene that's That's, just that is the main
1: kiss that's the main kiss that's the end of the movie kiss right there yeah Yeah.
0: um the ones at the end sparks though i mean any other kiss they had sparks definitely there but i loved that it just felt so realistic that they you know they were dating they were kissing like this is gonna happen this is real life guys yeah i
1: almost expected them her I almost expected her to sleep over at his place when she brought it back for the date. I thought is this are we doing this? Is this happening? I
0: thought there was going to be some kind of talk about it yeah. when she's talking to like Nick and Derek, you know. Um but they didn't they didn't go there.
1: But it seemed like they were going to because this movie just felt very fresh.
0: I wouldn't have been surprised yeah. if they had. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. But so wonderful and I loved seeing the moms again at the end and then they had that like really sweet dedication. I almost
1: I like got teary when I said it to all the mom. I like I <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I can't even say it. Can't even it. Oh, you,
0: man. you okay? I'm man? okay.
1: Oh, I'm okay.
0: Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. You know, dedicated to the mothers in heaven. Like, I was like, oh, wow, this is, yeah, yeah. Uh, getcha. But wonderful, you know, twist to the movie if, you know, it wasn't spoiled for you. If I'm your sure, boyfriend didn't ruin it for you, I'm in sure the first most people, I think I definitely would have figured it out whenever she goes to look at that apartment and her mom, Mia, and her mom is there. But she doesn't even look at her mom. Yeah, they're not like her talking. mom is just kind of like off to the side. It just did seem very weird. And I think I would have been like, wait a minute. Yeah. But again, I'll never know because, <laughs> because, you know, we can't go back. In time. I can't, I
1: can't speak out loud anymore. <laughs>
0: uh, real quick. I do need to shout out the person responsible for the music sure, in this movie please. because it's throughout the whole movie. We have this wonderful sort of like jazzy. It's like, yeah. you know, nod to all of the classics. Sinatra that era. Yeah that uh tony sings throughout the movie and uh the music was done by michael Hurwitz, and he's actually done quite a few hallmark movies and a lot of other movies too and i just think he's fantastic when i was going through his uh, imdb i was like wow yeah i remember like he's really good with composing original uh themes for these hallmark movies so Mm -hmm. great job again for this movie
1: yeah, I mean again, stars aligned. Like every little piece of this film has Everything
0: been fit together perfectly. Yeah.
1: And that is just one kiss. Uh I hope you guys liked it as much as we did. I
0: hope you could tell like how we felt about it. I don't know. Did we come across <laughs> like did we get our point across? Best, one of
1: the best Hallmark movies ever? I mean maybe. <laughs> uh let us know what you guys thought about this i'm really curious to see what everyone thought about this i mean this one came out of nowhere for me didn't really have a lot of publicity either and again the fact that the actors weren't even talking about it it's just one of those ones that kind of snuck through and just really punched us in the face in the best way so let us know what you guys thought about this um thank you all for listening
0: Yes. Make sure you are following us on Instagram and Twitter. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, make sure to give us a rating and review. It really helps us out there. We really appreciate it.
1: And we really appreciate your notes, guys. We love it when you guys send us messages. I I love the reading through them and it's awesome. So please continue to do so because it it makes my, my day a little bit brighter. See you guys. Thank you.
0: Thanks.